Welcome to the Not Quite the Afterglow podcast, your chance to see inside the mind of a British 40-something man and his 30-something wife. Not your average couple, but then this is not your average podcast. Hey guys, you're listening to episode 22 of Not Quite the Afterglow. My name's Richard. And I'm Chloe. Recording a Valentine's special tonight. Yes, I feel like we should have some sort of harp music playing in the background. You know, some sort of like dilling. Dilling. What's that? Is that some harp? That's that's my interpretation of a harp music. It sounds like some Bontemi organ, reed organ from nineteen eighty two, eighty three. I have to say, Actually, I, you weren't born then. Someone we're talking. I about. still have. I still have the remnants of a bit of a sore throat. So you'd think I'd have that kind of. You husky. gave me a sore throat. I should have that husky, sexy, like, it's Valentine's, kind of, I haven't got it. it I break the habit of a lifetime. Okay, so Valentine's Day is in 48 hours, less than 48 hours. Yeah, you better go and get me a present. I've already done it. Okay. I'm a mile ahead of you. I put I put thought and effort into these things. We did say... You're um, on a promise. I put thought and effort into these things. We did say on a previous podcast... Sorry, did I say, you're on a promise, because this is, this is recorded, so you can't get out of it. Okay. It's like a contract thing. I know that that's what marriage is, though, isn't it? A contract. I'm in a oh, legal just, contract just, with you now. I thought marriage is just one utter disappointment tinged with food. Yes. My present to you is not to divorce you to, <laughs> tomorrow or Wait the till day Thursday. after. Yeah. But isn't there some peak time of the year people get divorces? Like, there was two weekends ago or a weekend ago, something on these. Like, this was the week that, you know, the third week after New Year, where this is the week traditionally where couples, disgruntled couples, go and. See, I, seek assistance from relate or marriage council places and, and divorce attorneys. I think a lot of it becomes uh, sort of relevant at that time as you've, you've gone into that new year, new me thing and it's either working out really well and you're changing your life and stuff and re-evaluating everything or like a diet or something, mm-hmm. it's just all turned to crap and <laughs> you're just like, I hate the world and I hate everything and I hate you and actually I just want to be by myself, so... Maybe it's a bit of that as well. Well, I don't know. I'm very fortunate that uh, neither of us have ever wanted to get divorced at the same time. I think that's the secret to a happy marriage, isn't it? It is. I can't remember who said that now. It was uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's dad. Well, there you go. Late father. Very wise man. Yes. So, yes, we are now approaching Valentine's Day. And we, as I say previously, we've mentioned about what are good gifts and not good gifts to give for Valentine's Day. So shall I reel off a list of ones on. that I would not want to receive? Good, because then I can go, go downstairs and throw them out. Top of my list, always, always, is boxes of chocolates. Didn't get you any. Because I just, I don't like boxes of chocolates. I, li- I like chocolate, don't get me wrong. But I don't like all these truffly ones that you get. And there's always ones with some sort of weird nut or something no, that, with that's coconut. Cho- no, that's, that's chocolates. Yeah, but I just you like don't normal gen- chocolates. Yeah, Give me don't... a box of Maltesers. I know what I'm getting but in I every one. But I don't like Maltesers. They smell. That's why I don't buy them. But then I don't have to share. It's a genius yeah, gift. I know, but I'm not buying you something that I can't partake of. So I don't like boxes of chocolates as a rule. So any any potential people buying my wife presents listen to this list well, of things. Well, you know, that... to all my adoring fans who are <laughs> sending me Valentines. <laughs> I'm going to put a shredder by the front door for all the cards that come through to you so, and just turn them into I think, like, confetti. wine or whatever is a, is a good gift. I think lingerie is a good gift for the woman to buy to dress up for the man but not to receive. What about if I want to wear women's lingerie? Go for it. 
I can dig out my big Oh, hang on. This is pants. the point where we have to tell the world, those who don't follow my Twitter account. Yesterday evening, I was giving you a massage and you were sat between my legs while I was rubbing oil into and you. I and I suddenly realised, I suddenly realised. I just, I'll just add, it wasn't like a sexy massage. It was Because of this sore throat and stuff, my neck really hurt. So he was giving me a massage to that whilst watching I, I, The Sopranos. I was giving you a therapeutic mas- massage to The Sopranos, which is hardly romantic. Yeah, it People wasn't romantic. Shot at and stuff. Beaten with wood. Beaten with wood. Quite romantic. Um... And all of a sudden, I looked down at my feet, my bare feet, while I was giving you the massage to to sort of, in the half light, the romantic half light of the bedroom, I suddenly noticed my toenails had a sheen, a sort of lustrous sheen to them, because you had painted my toenails when I was asleep. It was a, is a, a slightly puce sort of colour. I can't remember what it's called. It's a Rita Aura. It was a Rita Aura uh, Rimmel uh, nail varnish. I think it's something like after the rain or something it's called. It's kind of anyway, like a puce Anyway, I now have both my feet, both both feet painted toenails. And if I have an accident in the next couple of weeks while it's wearing off... Oh, yeah, because I haven't given you any uh, nail varnish remover. No, you haven't given me any nail varnish remover or nail varnish remover pads. And I haven't been out of the house because I've been working. So unless I'm going to start using industrial alcohol to take it off, I've got... You know, if I have an accident and I go go to hospital, God forbid, it's and the they last whip thing my they're socks gonna be looking off, at. they're gonna yeah. But the thing is, if you, you can't have an anaesthetic if you've got nail varnish on, oh, that's true. Well, I haven't. So I they'd didn't have even to say a... they'd have to say cubicles to ten, cubicle ten. Um, can we get some ethanol wipes? We've got a cross dresser in here. I have to say, I mean, it's not quite my colour, but it, it wasn't. The, the my boys first, thought it was funny. It wasn't my first choice of colour, but it was the first pale one I just picked out of the drawer and I didn't even do it what, neatly what, what, what went through your mind when you thought my husband's asleep I'm going to paint his toenails because what, I, what? I tell you what went through my mind my husband is asleep at I'm trying to think if it was before lunchtime or after lunchtime it's but on it was, Sunday but it was still during the day the waking hours of the day I was up three or four hours working during the night that's why irrelevant <laughs> and uh, you know for all those nights where I would be up three or four hours you know feeding a baby or whatever else but my general thing is don't fall asleep during the day otherwise you know karma will will get you karma will get me this time you painted my toenails i have done it before but i have never done it on completely on both feet no you haven't and last time i did it you realized when you had a shower because you thought you had a circulation problem i thought i was dying i was in the shower last time you did it it was a weird color i looked down at my toes all i could see was my toes had gone this sort of umber colour, and I thought, oh my god, I'm going to have a heart attack or a stroke or something. And I was panicking, panicking, panicking. Looked down, then I suddenly realised I had glitter in it. Yeah. But this and time... I thought, maybe I'm not. But this time, you managed to not notice. <laughs> but maybe I, I thought I was sleepwalking and cross-dressing at the same time. Don't know. Anyway, buying me nail varnish is a good one for a you, Valentine's gift. I bought you lots of makeup. You have. Um, and I'll test it all out on you if you fall asleep <laughs> in the day. That's great. And, Thank you for uh, that. That's fine. And I'm trying to think what else is not a good gift. Oh, I would say generally like bath stuff because bath stuff. you know, like just toiletry sets of loads of stuff. Right. Because I just pretty much use whatever. Well, I, have, is there. I haven't bought any of the stuff that you're talking about, which is good. And flowers are always good, but it doesn't have to be one of these huge bouquets of flowers, like a couple of flowers. It doesn't even have to be roses. Perfectly fine. And Grisants? That's really not on my favourite. Well, you just said any flowers. doesn't matter. So I said croissants. Okay. Chrysanthemums. Well, they're, they're not really top of my list. 
but that's, any, that's, that's but it's the thought, it's the thought that counts. That's ungrateful. Yeah, I used to be really funny about flowers because essentially they're kind of already dead because you've cut them. So I never really used to like flowers that much. But but if I buy you a plant, you kill it. Yes. So, so cut flowers. You know they look. It, nice, it's like it's a slow nice. death rather than a fast one. Although I will add, in a Valentine's thing. Uh, the first Valentine's after we met, you sent me flowers to my work. I did. A huge bouquet of flowers. I did. Which was amazing. Anyone out there... You if had you're... funny eyebrows. I did have bad eyebrows, but you didn't you hold that funny. against me. No, but you look like Cleopatra stroke, some Egyptian cat. I... We all make fashion mistakes. Like my toenails. Exactly. But anyone out there, if your partner is working like in an office-type environment and you have never, ever sent them flowers at work before. Yeah. Or if if they're like a stay-at-home mum and they're, they're home all day and whatever else, send them flowers. Because it is just, it is lovely to know that you're kind of thought of like that. And uh, on the other hand, it is kind of slightly embarrassing. But at the same time, it is, you do feel a bit special. You do. I mean, I'm or, a bit special. as I say, I'm not a massive fan of boxes of chocolates, but if Think the milk tray one. man sort of came into my workplace or something... <laughs> in a black pyronite jumper, black a, trousers. Yeah, and uh, all dressed up and handed me some chocolates, and then, like, abseiled. you know, jump, Yeah, abseiled and came through the window, or just, like, vanished in a puff of smoke, I'd like that, but I wouldn't be that bothered about the chocolates. If he brought me cheese, that's what I'd like. That would be a good Valentine's gift for a me. A good Valentine's present for you would be cheese. What's, what are good and not good presents for you? I don't like getting presents full stop. You know that. Socks and pants. Socks probably. and pants you always buy me. I don't understand why because I have drawers and drawers and drawers full of underwear. But you do way wear through, through stuff. So I do. I, that's why I buy it. Um, What would be a good present for me? I have to think about this. You can't even say like gin because you've got so much I've gin I've got about now, 20 bottles of gin. But when it was your yeah. birthday, I didn't buy you any gin, but I did buy you a selection of very nice tonic waters. At Christmas, I had 18 bottles of gin and I gave two bottles away and I've now got 20, so I can't quite work out how that's happened. 18 down to 16 up to 20. It's like this. You bought some last week, though. I did. And you bought me a bottle back from your mother's the other day. So that's 20 bottles of gin. Um, no, so gin's, gin's not on the... On the, you bought me. A, I tell you what, you did buy me for my birthday, which was fantastic. Which I think is a great Valentine's present, and that is anything that goes with gin. Yes. Well, so I thought the tonic, tonic waters. waters. Yeah, boxes of boxes of tonic water is a good one for me because I can. But it was nice tonic water. Like nice, you just have the regular. Tree, yeah. yeah, you just have the regular supermarket one, and I got ones with nuances of other flavors in Clementine them. Clementine and cinnamon and all this stuff, yeah. which I haven't tried, but I'm, I'm I'm willing to try. What would be a good present for me? Um... You're just grateful for what you yeah, get. Yeah, I'm grateful for what I can get. Um, I'm just ungrateful. Your mother to have the kids so that we can we can make whoopee. That'd be good for if I could have like you know an IOU from your mum to so take the kids, take the kids off our hands, and so I don't know. I think we what we're we gonna do for the rest of the day. Of that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's I mean, five that's, minutes I, taken care of. I was gonna say that's ten minutes, but oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. We can do it twice. Um, but I don't know what what, what the way to my heart realistically is gin and tonic, food, food and tonic, <laughs> food and tonic, gin and tonic or food. Good cheese, yeah. Good cheese. I like cheese for the man on the diet. I like good cheese. Yeah. I don't think that, don't, don't buy your wife things like um. Don't buy practical gifts. What did my brother-in-law get my sister? Wasn't it a facial steamer? 
It was, uh, or a foot spa or something like that, which I think is a fantastic gift because you're coming from like a day at work and you and you want to relax. I'd love a foot spa. In fact, if she's still got it, I'm going to ask her, can I have it? So you can get the nail varnish off. So I can get the nail varnish <laughs> off, yes. I, I think that's a very thoughtful gift. I think he's a very thoughtful man. I think, I was thinking um, earlier about Valentine's Day, you know, years past, because obviously, you know, we've been together quite a while and we're married now. And for us, Valentine's Day... It's something that the whole day sort of doesn't really mean anything. And then when the kids go to bed, <sighs> we exchange... No, we, we exchange, exchange what cards, oh, cards yes. and, like, presents. But they're always, escape, they're always like a token present thing. We don't get each other, like, big or expensive presents or anything. Oh, I've got you a really expensive present this year. Fantastic. Uh, and then we'll have a nice meal together. But it really is, like, the very end of the day. Sure. Um, but I was thinking back to valentine's in the past and stuff and i can remember valentine's was like a big thing when i was a teenager at school you know if you were going out with someone which most of the time i wasn't like you had to buy them some kind of really expensive bearing in mind you had no money present like i don't know like a football i'm sure someone once bought someone a football shirt or like a really big lynx deodorant box set that had like maybe three different types do you know all teenage boys want for valentine's day no the ability to fiddle with your bra strap yeah that's all we want but because seriously that's no forget the presents we're not that interested the ability if you bought us a resuscitation dummy wearing a bra we'd be happy because we could just practice taking it on and off or and the other thing was i'm just remembering this the other thing was you couldn't just give them like a normal valentine's card they had to have like a huge card and you know as the girl you'd have to you'd well you kind of want to receive like a massive teddy with a heart that says like i love you or or something it was always it was always really over the top i think it was just that sort of teenage thing of trying to put your all your hormones and stuff into something because i don't know i mean i was in a shop the other day and they had these enormous cuddly toys and stuff and i just thought who buys that for someone like what do you do with it after that Valentine's Day? When I was about nine or ten, nine, nine going on ten, I got a Valentine's card from a, a girl called Tracy McRoberts. And she put heart and soul into this card and it was beautifully laid out and wonderfully written out with fountain pen and everything, which was quite rare. And one of the boys in the class got it and he read it out to the entire class. Was this when you were at secondary school? No, nine or ten. He, oh, right, but I okay. did go. I did actually go to grammar school with him. He, we, we carried on till we were eighteen in the same in the same class at school. And the teacher pulled him out of the class, and she sat him on her knee, and put hair bunches in his hair, and combed his hair, and brushed his hair, and put little hair decorations in and hair clips and stuff in and made him sit on her, on her knee this big he's quite a tall chap for the age of nine or ten for being horrible to me for having read out my valentine's day card i think it's just so full-on when you're younger it's like i don't know you kind of want you want someone to send you a valentine's card even if you don't fancy them very much you kind of still want something from them mm-hmm. um one of the things that um i see now is how different Valentine's Day is in the UK, which is where it, all the Valentine stuff actually originated from, to how it is in America. Because in America, like at schools and stuff, like you are expected as a mum to send your child to school with Valentine stuff for the whole of your child's class. Why? 
I don't know, like little, and and they, but you can buy like, you know, like at Christmas when you buy packs of cards, sure. Valentine's cards, uh, Christmas cards. They do like <coughs> packs of little cards for Valentine's Day that the children give, and like parents give gifts to their children and stuff. I mean, I've 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 seen this through other friends. You know, they'll have people making stuff, and they'll be like, "Oh, this is what I'm giving my kids for Valentine's Day," and it's it's nearly always centered around sweets and I, like little I had cards. A fl- I had a flatmate when I lived in London whose mum used to send them a Valentine's card, which I always thought was a bit weird. Yeah, I always think it's a bit weird. It's strange to get a Valentine's card from your mum. But uh, it's, it's like this big thing in in the states, of, like in schools and stuff. And you know, it's one of those things like every child has to have it, or and they swap cards and stuff. Whereas here, uh, it was one of those things that like a few people would swap cards, but it wasn't you know, like a big deal if you didn't get one. Probably only like four four people in the whole class would get one. I've just remembered when I was about <coughs> 17, 18, um, the village next to where I grew up, Limbridge Green, uh, near Canterbury, uh, one of my friends, um, who's actually now uh, the only gay in the village, but no, he, he's very, in a very happy single-sex relationship. Um, his first girlfriend from the girls' school... Um, was this very very big girl she was lovely but she was very 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 big girl and um she was dyslexic and she made him a valentine's card and on the inside she wanted to pour her heart and soul out she was 17 she wanted to pour her heart and soul out to say how she was she was listening to this song on the radio and it reminded him reminded her of him and she loved him blah 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 but she was dyslexic and she's putting the radio in the card i am listing to the radio <laughs> we just had this idea this, this mental picture of this girl at 45 degrees listing to the radio and it sort of ruined the whole rest of the rhyme of the valentine's card and we were just like is she listing or is she listening to the radio so katrina Aww. i'm really sorry for calling you out on this one but yeah it was just it, you, you could tell she'd made the card she glued things on it she'd colored it in it had perfume you could smell charlie or lace or something on it but <laughs> the inside said i i love you i was listing to the radio and i just <laughs> i've never forgotten it as long as i live i'll never forget this girl because all of us were just like you know we were grammar school boys going well was she listening or and, was she listening we we need to know and that's the other thing as well like i think girls always put in so much effort with these things compared to to the boys and i i can remember this wasn't a valentine's thing but i do remember making some sort of acrostic poem for a guy that i liked what's I'm, one of those it's where like you write their name down in a vertical line right. and then horizontally off, off of each letter of their name you write like a little sentence or something like you know like I would write Richard down and then I would write something beginning with R something beginning with I you know because is, that's is, what is, every 13 well do you know what I went wants... out with the same girl from the age of 13 on and off until I was twenty twenty one, and I do not remember one thing that we did I have no idea. I couldn't what, for tell Valentine's? Yeah, I can't. Couldn't tell you. I I remember. Maybe it's all blurred into one, but I can't remember. I think once we made she made me a nice meal or something. Or I can remember. I had I in my sort of younger days, I had two cards and I had some weird cuddly toy. Thing <gasps> no, I can't remember. I remember. I remember. I had. Do you remember writing paper? 
Basil Dunbon writing paper. People, the blue. I only the, ever had the blue airmail stuff. No, 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 not the airmail stuff. But it used to be in pads, and you put the lined piece underneath so you could see almost see through the paper to write on the lines. You did that with air, I only had airmail paper. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. So it's the same thing. And I remember, oh bless, and this was lovely. I was so touched by this. Um, it was around Valentine's Day, and we'd gone through a bit of a sticky patch. And instead of writing and telling me how she felt, she wrote out all the words to um, Phil Collins against all odds in Fountain Pen. And then she either cried on it because it was all like, um, it looked like somebody had been crying on it, or she did it in a rainstorm, or she it put was two, Charlie it was Charlie perfume. perfume. I still can't. And I just remember opening this. And the worst thing was I didn't even open it on my own. I opened it in front of... It would have been better had I opened it at home, all right? Yeah. Because then, you know, being... Having, you know, later in life being diagnosed with Asperger's, I have, like, a sensory overload. So the first thing I'm open... The first thing I go... I, I, you know, I open the envelope and I'm and I'm reading it and I'm thinking, either she's a fantastic wordsmith or this is Phil Collins against all odds. Because <laughs> she hadn't written this is Phil Collins. Because I was trying to think, I've read these lines before. I like Phil Collins. And it was from Against All Odds, from the film Against All Odds. And also being having Asperger's as well, I was just like, the, the line spacing is fantastic. It's, you know, I can't write this straight. And it, you know, it's all perfectly joined up. I, I was quite... And then the smell of the... The smell, the 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 what's the what? aroma? The aroma, the allure of Charlie or Lace or whatever it was, and I take that to my grave as one of the nicest things anyone's ever done for me. I'm very grateful. In fact, years later, when I was in about the fifth or sixth year, so I was like sixteen or seventeen, we split up because she used to dump me on a regular basis for the same guy. Um, and I remember I collected all the love letters she'd ever sent me, and I filled a whole. I didn't throw them out, I kept them. But I filled a whole black sack, like a Santa sack, just a whole refuse sack full of just... And they weren't scrunched up, they were just like laid on top of each other. You know, we could have had a postal delivery of love letters. And that's what you did in the 1980s. Because we're talking... You were two, so 1980, no... 1986 so you were four when she was writing this thing so you know that's what we did we pledged our eternal troth with writing paper we i didn't, think that's we didn't where buy big cards the valentine stuff. stuff came from in the cards because you would send like letters and stuff i mean we've never you've sent me a love fax i have sent you a love fax I, when, I, years when, ago 2007 2000, yeah, not, yeah 2007 not long after we met you sent me a love fax which i, I still I phoned have you at work and said get over to the fax so no one else sees this coming off yes uh but other than that i think maybe once you put a note in with my lunch but generally i don't think other generally than, i've not made an effort well no, i haven't either but we said nice but emails here's the thing you've got my rings on your finger and i've got your ring on my finger so it's a done deal i don't need to make that much of an effort because i make an effort all year round you do and that's that's the key thing with valentine's day is like you have to do a token something but at the same time yeah you have to sort of think it is just one day of like and more if you're of a commercial only, if you're, thing. If you're only making an effort because it's commercial, because it's a done thing, that's bad. I honestly think the secret to a happy, happy marriage, a happy relationship is making any day Valentine's make, Day. No, no, no. Taking time out to just reset things. Yeah. And to talk. Because when I first met you, I really was not into talking at all. I really. We weren't even into being in the same room as no, me a lot of the time. No, I wasn't. But. <laughs> I, I, fa- I found it very difficult. But I, you know, years, years later now, 
one of the things that I do now, I've, I'm sort of semi-retired, is that um, I like to take time out as long as it's with you. Taking time out on my own doesn't mean anything. No, we do try and We try and, and make take sure, time out together at least once a week. Yeah, we get to go out for lunch once a week or something like we go that. We're going to sit in the spa or the sauna once yeah, a week. Yeah, we, we just do something together just to make the most of our time together. And also I think partly because... Have you because, noticed we also people watching the sauna as well? I've yeah. noticed that. But not in a pervy way, not, not, like not, No, 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 no. Uh, but I think, I think it's partly as well because having got together sort of later in our lives, I suppose... There's like that a, old. No, but there's like a whole bunch of time that we didn't have together. And then, you know, who knows what's going to happen in the future. So we just really try and make the most of the now sure. whilst whilst we can. But this is a big thing for you, isn't it? You know, <coughs> you've always been about build the memories. Exactly. You know, as long as you've got enough money to pay the bills and put some money aside every month into savings, it's about building memories because who knows you might not be around forever you might get hit by a flying fish or whatever die in a tragic balloony accident or whatever and if you haven't got those emotional memories life's very poor and i think valentine's day is very much about sometimes it's nice for couples who wouldn't otherwise take time out to do the stuff that we take for granted people work really hard people work really hard i mean you look at my friends and your friends who commute yeah, I mean, that's a whole they're, they're, they're bunch of time that five, we still get They're going at 5, in the morning to get on a train to go to an office and they're not getting back till 7, 8, 9 o'clock at night and the only thing they want to do when they get in is collapse, have a meal and go to bed. They don't, mm. And that, that makes a really unhappy marriage if you're having to do that to pay the bills. And a lot of people have to do that. It's awful. Yeah, but I think it's still just recognising you're on that same... Just, just being on the same page and just keeping your communication open. I think that's the key thing is communicating. I mean... We communicate with each other a lot. We do. Um, although most of our serious stuff, we tend not to do face-to-face. We tend to do via... WhatsApp. WhatsApp or yeah. or email or something like that. But even, even that can be romantic and touching or tender or... I wouldn't say it's foreplay because it's not, but you know, you know what I mean. No, you don't send me those kind of pictures. No, don't talk about pictures. <laughs> I mean, you know, a call to arms, maybe, you know, uh, I'm ready. Yeah, like shut down your laptop. Shut I've down your laptop, turn off your phone. I've five minutes I'm getting cold. I am naked. Um, no, so so things like that. communications can make things easier nowadays, but sometimes it can cheapen it as well. I think that may, maybe one of the things about, as I said, Valentine's is it gives couples who are otherwise too busy the chance to, just reset stuff yeah so maybe maybe the gift that the only gift that you should be giving to your partner this year is time yes time and some effort and a massage costs nothing it does and, and who doesn't want a massage i mean me well good yeah i don't want a massage i don't give to receive no I, I like giving you massages i don't <coughs> like receiving them yeah so do you think we know each other quite well now it's been a while and we communicate so much i don't know because I have here... You have what? I have here... I have some couples trivia cards, which I will... No, I'll just... What's that? That doesn't even that sound like shuffling? a noise. That's not even a shuffle. I can... That's that's really bad shuffling noise. I can't put them on the table. Okay, and so what's the idea the of these cards? Uh, these are couples trivia. So I think, like, you'd pick one, okay. and there's a question, and you have to answer it. So we'll just do a thing on that so i have to read this question on the you microphone. have to read that question and then i guess i have to answer it okay so what's your question what superpower would i love to possess oh 
I think probably you would choose the one of being invisible because then you could be in places and overhear conversations. Fuck no. What would you pick then? X-ray vision of a boy. I know, but if you can be in the room and no one can see you, then you can see anyway. No, boobs. X-ray vision. Okay, failure. You pick one. Okay. So you got that completely wrong. Completely wrong. So obvious. What has brought us closer together? That's quite an easy one, isn't it? Flu. You once gave me a cold on Valentine's Day. You once made me but really. How poorly. has that brought us closer together? I think we, that we, we had to give, we had to give the children. We had to give. We were so poorly. We had to send the kids to your mum, and we then spent four or five days in bed together, being ill but being ill together. That was Flu. New Year, wasn't it? Well, I tell you what, that brought us closer together. Your germs. Mm. We had five days I without getting said, out of bed, coughing. I would have said having children was maybe like. I think that's answer number three or four. Okay. Because the second answer was cheese. Yeah. First one was germs, second one was cheese. So bacteria basically <laughs> covered it all. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> I know what the answer to this one is. What do you remember most about our first date? Uh, mm, I can remember a few things. I'm going to go with the food. Oh, I thought you were going to say that I never put my phone down. Uh, yes, but... Why was the food memorable? Because it was the most horrible Chinese buffet. Because it was a place that got shut down. By the health authority the following week. Yeah, the week (laughs) afterwards. Um, It was just near my house. I'd never been there before, so I thought it would be a good idea. And you literally spent the entire time on your phone. As I say, when we first got together, or were together, um, it was like you didn't want to even be next to me, let alone in the same room. I found the age gap really difficult. You were a lot younger than me. What compliment would flatter me the most? Think carefully. Oh, I am. I mean, obviously, there's so many compliments you could pay to me. What would be the most flattering in my eyes? I'll give you a clue. I've got to believe it. Oh, God, I'm really trying because there's like four on the tip of okay, my tongue we'll just and, pick and all one. of them are going to make me sleep on my own for the next two weeks. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, have you lost weight? Okay, that's quite a good compliment. Yeah. But I don't think you ever notice if I do. No, but I'm just going to say, if someone said to you, oh, have you lost weight? You'd think that was a compliment. Okay. So see, I, where, does okay, that, where does yeah, that score? No, that's no, fine, come that's on, give fine. me a score out of 10 for that one. Uh, about an eight. There you go. I'm it's satisfied a with an eight. I'm a bit generic. But hey, I was going to say nice <laughs> hey, rack. I was going to say I'm satisfied with a, with a six. So there you go. Thank you. <laughs> Making do. Is there such a thing as the perfect couple? Oh. Is there such a thing as the perfect couple? I don't... What would make a couple perfect? Um... I don't know. I don't think there is such a thing as the perfect couple because what you would see as in... I'm doing air quotes again and no one can see it um, as a perfect couple uh, would be... Like, it changes over time, doesn't it? Because Mm -hmm. everyone's relationship over time changes. So sometimes you're incredibly tight and very strong and other times you're not. And to me, when I think of, like, a perfect couple, I think of them as always being perfect and never having those arguments I only and stuff. I only know one perfect couple that I've ever met is it gin and tonic no it's not I mean I'm not going to mention their names in, over the air but um 
we have some friends in Kent and they are in their 60s and they've been married for 40 years and I can't think of a more perfect couple. Oh, well, that's very nice. I think he, he's been like a father to me, but they are, they are still in their 60s absolutely smitten with each other. Actually, I was going to say, I do know some other couples that I can think of that I would say are fantastic couples together who can go through any adversity any adversity and always be there for each other and looking out for the best of each other so i i guess maybe perfect couples do exist but i just i feel it's like a huge pressure thing to put on someone of you are the perfect couple no i as i said i think they they are the perfect couple so yeah it does exist yeah okay oh here's one all right okay tell me something that i don't already know about you I, pre- I mean, I know quite a lot of things. Don't tell me an, an exploit that I don't know, but just something about you. <laughs> what a security exploit? <laughs> something like you don't know about me? Yeah. Do you have a secret talent you've not shown me? Um, I think I might have to come back to that one. No, there are a couple that you don't know about, yeah. Okay, go on. What do you mean? Well, tell me something. Is it like a, a CD or... Something. Is it a CD or a CD? A compact disc? <laughs> or... Is it CD? I was like, no, like it, a actually, band. yes, it is. It's very You'd CD. You'd be like, actually, I really like, you know, Eminem or is something. Is there something you don't know about me? Yes, there is. But you're not going to tell me. <laughs> okay. Uh, it involves chocolate and a mould. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. And you know how hairy I am. That's not. Yeah, well. no, I, I know exactly idea. what you mean because yes. we've discussed these chocolates yes. before. Yes, <gasps> chocolate starfish chocolates. So what if makes me go weak at the knees? And think about this one. So, what makes me go weak at the knees? Oh, um, mm, oh, that's a tricky one because there are, I guess, several things I could put for that. I would say. Does it sound bad if it's something to do with me? It's nothing to do with you. Oh, okay. (laughs) In that case, I don't know. I would say maybe like a good... um, Think about this. I I don't want to say like a treacle tart thing. It's not food. Oh, okay. I've I've seen you literally go over food before. (laughs) Uh, and over me. So if it's not those two, <laughs> like, that's mean, like I, the two greatest I went, loves of I went, your life. I went, Ugh, over you. Do you want to just r- r- roll that one back in? Because that's no. a horrible to put to go, Ugh. No. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't. Okay, you tell me what that because, answer is then. Because one day I am going to go, Ugh, over you, and then they're going to find your corpse underneath my that's satisfied, true. emaciated body. So what, what was it then? What was what? What was your answer? What makes you go weak at the knees that wasn't food or me? Uh, generally it's bass guitars I was going to say kicking the balls actually no no I've, <laughs> I've had so many medical professionals feel my testicles over the years that nothing like that okay so guitars, but guitars something like a, a really nice bass guitar something will just absolutely just make me go oh, I want you badly I want you hmm. take you home and do things to you ah if you were to have a cocktail created for me what would it be called a cocktail created in your honour? Yes. What would it be called? Oh, I don't know. Oh. It would have the word big in it. Why? Because I'm tall. No, just to be ironic. Oh, okay. Um, Sorry. Oh, <laughs> bitch. It would be like the... I don't know. Uh, oh. 
I don't so know. You don't well, know no, people well. say if you drink, well, no, because that has the bad connotation. I want to say it has got to have something about a big nose in it. Well, my name's Dick. Big well, Dick nose. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, no, okay, the big dick. It's rubbish, isn't it? Well, I can't think of anything uh, better than that. <coughs> Call yours the rug. What is my most treasured possession? Me. Okay. I'm not really into like stuff. I you would... are. You're into your bujo or whatever it's called. You're, yeah, but that's you're... not st- stuff. That's it not is. Nothing to do with stuff. I would say my most treasured possession is my wedding ring because obviously it's very important because we got married, but also because it's an heirloom. It's an heirloom from my mum's mum. Yeah. And I feel very honoured to have it. Aside from that, I'm not really into stuff. It comes and goes. No, you're not. Are you? You're not remotely materialistic. If you were to cook a romantic meal for two what would be on the menu cheese okay, there you go. <laughs> easy we would start we, we would start with a camembert and end with a cheesecake and end with a cheesecake yeah <laughs> perfect it's like my ultimate night yeah we're so easy aren't we oh speaking of which what is my favorite food cheese cheese or curry cheese or curry but not onions no oh you love onions but they have an adverse effect on your Ability to inflate the duvet. God, this is a double double edged sword, this one. What is the best gift that I've ever given to you? Oh um And I've given you a lot of Can gifts. I just can I be really cheesy and say, you know It's like a MacBook or your a DNA. Or my DNA. I gave you my DNA. You can have some more of that later, love. <laughs> Spoonfuls uh, of it, ladles yeah. of it. Yeah. Um my, the, my I would juices. say the children were the best gift you've given me. But um uh, maybe aside from that, you've you've been really good at picking handbags for me. And clothes. And clothes. And lingerie. And cars. Yeah, but I'd say mostly the handbag thing and some really good boots you've bought me. I do like buying you boots. Not even, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking some sort of sexy boots. I'm talking like cat boots. Yeah, practical, practical boots. But um, yeah, but obviously the children's the main thing. Okay. Uh, what is my guilty pleasure? Ooh. Your guilty pleasure. Yes. Cheese. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the answers to these cards? Are just uh, I'd say melted camembert with my finger scraping the last out and licking it's it off my finger. Very erotic. Whilst wearing elasticated waist trousers under a blanket on the sofa. No, I think we can do better than that. My turn. Oh, for God's sake, what is my favourite food? Oh, is that okay? Are these cards put together by some fat bloke? Uh, well, I will go no. for I will go for why, cheese why, on we, that we one. should be playing cards against ask, humanity. Ask me, ask me another one then, if that one was a bit dud. Oh, what is my favourite time of day? Um, your favourite time of day is when we go to bed and we cuddle up and we we kind of do this thing where like our feet touch. Yeah. And you always say that recharges you. You always say that's your favourite time of day. I've never done it with anyone else. I've never. It's, it's been a thing for like a decade. It's like it's the, our thing. I think I just laying like it, on of feet. You have you have such soft feet, and I'm always work. really cold, and I can warm you up on me. Uh, what is my best personality trait? Your boobs. That's not personality. Well, trait. I, okay, okay, your boobs. That's not, not personality trait. No. The fact that you have big boobs is that a personality trait? The I'm fact- giving I'm giving you the look. 
Oh, as if to say, okay, like, that's your best trait, the look. No, um, your best personality trait, you're generous and giving. No. Um, I am generous and giving your apath- when I want your to. Best, your, pe- your best personality trait is apathy. You always, you always feel sorry for me enough to show me your boobs. That's what it is. You, Basically, you all these trait. answers are about boobs and cheese. Boobs and cheese. That's all. That's all I'm really interested. But in. But never the twain shall meet. I don't want boobs and cheese. It's cheese or boobs in any particular order. No. Really? Oh God. Am I? Am sorry. Am I more emotional than you? Yes. Am I? Yes. What? In what way? Uh. In that, I don't like don't like people crying. I'll do anything. I'll give people money to stop crying. There is a emotions aren't just about crying though, because anger is an emotion, and frustration, I guess, is kind of an emotion. And like I'm, I'm always on a fairly even keel, whereas you're not so much. So you tend to show all the whole spectrum of emotions, which more is pretty than good for someone who has Asperger's. Yeah, uh, you tend to show a whole spectrum of. Um, emotions more so than I do so definitely I would say you are more emotional yeah and like sometimes you get really mushy and weepy and I well before children I never cried uh, but I do cry a little bit now why why do you think the children why do you think cry more after children because what was me because you know my body will never be the same I ruined your body and I get no sleep Um, what would be the title of my autobiography great tits you, you, you like birds. You 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 have that thing. You had to, you had that mug with with tits on it. It said it said it had like this small sparrow type thing on it. No. What would the title of my autobiography be? As a sensible answer. I already. I wish. I wish uh, you'd More got that cheese, card. Grommet. I already know what yours would be. What's that? Um, Dick's adventures with his penis. No, it wouldn't be. It'd be the adventures of Frank and penis. Okay, the same difference. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what would mine be then? Really, think of a sensible answer. She stooped to conquer. <laughs> but I'm not tall, so why would I stoop? The modern day suffragette. No. She enjoyed a. Bath. Don't be, don't be a ghostwriter <laughs> on my autobiography. She smelled nice. She smelled nice. <laughs> Of cheese. <laughs> there the we go. Non-offensive penis. Perfect. Right, we've got one card left now. Oh dear. What is my biggest indulgence? I would say. Well, I could say Amazon in general. I could say um, drum kits because I'm not trying to hint again. So I've only got three drum kits. Uh, I could say guitars. I've got lots of guitars. Um, I would say Amplified. generally spending money on stuff that takes up far too much room in the house no, I don't. and uh buying nice lingerie for me yeah. but mostly lingerie 99 times out of 100 it's, it's buying fast. rubbish to just fill up the house with it's not rubbish the poor amazon man who comes here every day yeah every single day of the week I mean, don't get me wrong. It's never, it's never always the same guy. I worked out the other day. I spent one hundred forty thousand pounds on Amazon since we first started. It's a lot of money. One hundred forty grand. Yes, but you have bought work things and stuff yeah, like no, that. Yeah, it's still there, a bit so. of a waste of money. Should be stopped from using it. So there you go. So, so that that was that, our couples that, trivia. That, that proves that we know nothing about each other and we're not very well matched. 
I think it just proves that basically you like my boobs, I like cheese, which is kind of what we knew already. But if you were flat chested and cheese and and there was a cheese shortage, we, would we stay together? Um, I think we would because that would make us the perfect couple. No, I'd leave you. If there was no such thing as cheese, you'd be forever looking for something else. If there was no Chocolate. such thing as pe- cheese, peas, cheese, cheese and peas, yeah, cheesy peas. Uh, if there was no such thing as cheese, there wouldn't be pizza, and I would feel quite bad about that. But I do genuinely, I do really love cheese. Like, Me too. I love you lots and the kids, but cheese comes after that. I think, therefore, the way to your heart is the fact that your husband also loves cheese. That's our, that's our thing, you know. And we did have nice cheese at our wedding, but maybe, 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 maybe we should end on a high note. And say to couples who are out there everywhere, take some time out, get some cheese, send some flowers to send work. some flowers to your wife and when or your husband. If it's if it's too uh, late to do it now for Valentine's Day, just make a note in your diary to do it on a random day because that is even better. Yeah. Tell them you love them and buy them cheese. And if you're single, it's and not you're like think- sponsored by cheese company, is it? No. And if you're single and you, like, hate Valentine's Day because it's all coupley and blah, 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 then um, don't feel bad about it because... There's someone out there for you. If Yeah, there's someone out there for you. But if there wasn't this special day, this, this commercial day, then there would be a lot of people who just don't even do anything together. There are a lot of people out there who don't do anything for Valentine's Day as, as couples. Or any other day of the year. Yeah. Um, so that would be much worse to be in a relationship like that than to be single. And on your own. Yes. And there is someone out there, as we said, for everyone. Reach out and touch someone. Reach out. <laughs> uh, don't use that as a defence in court, people. <laughs> but seriously, there's always someone out there for someone. Yeah, reach out and touch someone or just, you don't know, give touch up. yourself. Don't give up. You will <laughs> touch yourself. <laughs> Maybe we should have this thing. We should maybe have this love and a cheese shop thing. We should have dating evenings in local cheese shops across the UK. They're not quite the afterglow soul hunt. And it's like in cheese shops. Maybe we should maybe we should send invitations out. You've been listening to episode twenty-two, the one where he realised he didn't really know her at all. Valentine's Day special. Yes, come back next week for episode twenty-three. When hopefully and we won't be divorced. Yes, and you know we can tell you all about what gifts we did give each other and oh yes that'd be a good one and the cheese that we have eaten <laughs> thanks for listening guys goodbye thanks for listening remember you can subscribe via itunes on your apple device if you are an android user we recommend using Castbox, available free from the google play store find us on facebook search not quite the afterglow <laughs>